Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. This is a 90 Day Fiancé special. So we are diving into the 90 Day Fiancé franchise. Of course, we are going to recap the premiere of the new season of the uh, 90 Day Fiancé with the one, the only, Lauren Ash from NBC Superstar. You guys, Lauren is an old friend and she's one of the funniest, kindest, sweetest, most beautiful people ever. She's, of course, on NBC Superstore. She plays Dina which is one of the funniest shows. If you haven't watched it, I encourage you all to go to Hulu and binge it because it's so, so funny. I, I just love it. It's like, to me, it's like a, the new office. Like, it's so, so good. And uh, people need to be watching it. She was also in The Disaster Artist. She was in Another Period. Uh, she was in Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. She, did you guys ever see that show, Super Fun Night with Rebel Wilson? She was in that. She's been in everything. And she, again, is so super funny. And on Superstore, as Dina, like, <laughs> one of the funniest. So I'm super excited to bring her out. She's also a 90 Day Fiance super fan. Okay, so I, it's she's the perfect person to have here. And throughout my time with Lauren, Lauren and I are going to recap the premiere, but I also have some special treats. So Adam, friend of the show, you guys know him. Him and I went to a press mixer for 90 Day Fiance. Now this press this press mixer had people from the entire franchise. So it was people from the early seasons of 90 Day Fiance, people from before the 90 Days. I got a follow-up interview with Darcy. I mean, it was one of the most incredible nights of my life. Like, <laughs> We got there, and we had the best time, and they let me interview people there. So I got to talk to, to Paul, to Darcy. I got to talk to Ashley and Jay from the new season, Jonathan and Fernanda from the new season. So we're going to splice those in throughout my chat with Lauren. Uh, but we just had the best time. And while I was there, that was a press mixer. It was at this like loud bar. So the, actually, the audio turned out okay, but we are at a loud bar. So... Um, but, you know, I brought my equipment because I do the reporting for the people. <laughs> and so we are not doing Housewives this week. We are taking a little breather. We'll be back with Housewives all next Thursday, so don't you worry. Uh, but I was on vacation, so I'm a little bit behind on my Bravo because I was in Las Vegas. I met my best friend Jill there, and we had the best time. But uh, also, you guys, I met Reba. We need to talk about this for a second. So we're going to get to 90 Day Fiance. But real quickly, I have to say that I met Reba at the Caesars Palace Forum Shops. And I've forever changed for good. <laughs> I, I, I spotted her out of the corner of my eye. We were leaving this restaurant, Carmine's, which is one of my favorite restaurants there. But we were leaving. And I spy out of the corner of my eye a little woman in a full-blown Dillard's outfit. Um, <laughs> and I can spot Reba anywhere. I mean, I have, like, Reba vision. So I knew that it was her. So right away, I, like, look and I... I like clutch my friend Jill's arm and I'm just like the tightest grip I've ever gripped. <laughs> I was like, that's Reba. And so I threw my leftover chicken wings at my friend Jill and I was like, I got to go say hi. So Reba's with, she was with two other people, again, full blown Dillard's outfit, like a nice white top, <laughs> her full Dillard's line. And I, and I, for a split second, like, I don't, I don't always want to like go up to a celebrity, but someone like Reba, who I worship, you know, like if you follow me on Instagram, you know, 
I meme the shit out of Reba because I love her. I, she's one of my favorites. I thought, how can I see her and not go say hello? So I threw my chicken wings at Jill and I ran up to Reba and I was like, Reba, hi. Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean, I don't want to bother you, but I love you so much. Like, can I take a photo? Reba, without skipping a beat, she's like, if you can keep walking with me. And so, so then I was, you know, I shit my pants because I was like, oh my God, Reba just, you know, told me to walk with her. And then all I could think about was like the, you know, Aaron Sorkin's West Wing. Like, you you know how in the show, The West Wing, how all the scenes were just like people walking and talking about, you know, politics or whatever. Well, that's basically like what I was in. I felt like I was in an Aaron Sorkin drama, like walking with Reba McIntyre, like we were starring in it. And <laughs> so we just like walked together through the forum shops. And I mean, it was probably like five seconds, but it felt like, it felt like at least a minute. And then I took out my phone. I took like a little video. I tried to get like the picture thing going, but like Reba was in a hurry, which I respect. She's a working gal. And look, was she, <laughs> was she super nice? She was Reba, you know, she was, she was in a hurry. She was a gal on the go. And I, I truly just love her. I was so happy to get to say, I love you. I learned my lesson from the Leah Michelle debacle when I saw a star is born and Leah Michelle was seated in front of me and I did not say hello. So I was not going to let this chance pass me by. And if there's truly one thing I've learned from Reba McIntyre, it's here's your one chance. Fancy, don't let me down. I was not about to let fancy down to thine own self be true, right? So I was not going to let this slip by me. Not again. Not today, Satan. (laughs) You know, was she willing to stop to say hi to me? No, but was she willing to do an Aaron Sorkin walk and talk with me? Yes. So frankly, you know, it was worth it. It made the whole Vegas trip. (laughs) It started on the high point. Um, And then we went to the Erica Jane concert, which was another interesting thing. But we'll talk about that another time. I want to bring Lauren Ash out here, and we're going to be getting to 90 Day, and then there'll be the interviews spliced in, so we'll talk about them. But uh, again, the interviews are at a loud bar. But again, 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 the uh, the audio turned out good. So before I get to that, I want to say please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to join the Everything Iconic Patreon, you could donate four or pledge or donate four dollars or more per month, and you get access to all of the bonus episodes. Just go to patreon.com slash everything iconic and click on become a patron. And again, for $4 more per month, you're helping to support this show, but then you also get access to bonus episodes. So there's exclusive pop dives on there. There's other interviews. There's uh, Real Housewives of New York recaps, all sorts of stuff. We're doing Scary Island over there right now, which is amazing. So also you just help support the show. So without further ado, let's take a we'll put in some we'll put in that Kimberly Locke music here, and then we will come back. And we will talk to Lauren Ash. Okay, guys, I'm here with Lauren Ash from NBC's Superstore. Lauren, we go way back, sort of. We do, I mean, yeah. Now it's been a lot of years. It's been many years. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was like 2011. Is that when you moved? That's when, That's moved. when I was I was here for a short period of time, and then I moved back to Toronto, and then I came back. But uh, right. yeah, I think it's been right. like eight years, yeah. And we know each other because you dated a guy that I lived with. That's right. In Chicago. Yeah. And so I'm super excited that you're here on the show, and yeah. I reached out to you to do it, and you told me that you're into 90 day fiance which i'm new into yes and so tell me about your <laughs> tell me about your history with 90 day fiance okay so my stepdad and i love intervention okay every time i go home to canada we we like always watch intervention it's our thing and he contacted me this was years ago now and he was like lauren 
there's a new show. It's called 90 Day Fiance. This is like season two of the original incarnation. He's like, trust me, you're going to love it. And so I've been into this for years. Like I've, I have I started this years ago and I am like a one woman PR crew for this show. <laughs> Everybody I meet, I'm like, you have to get into it. It's so good. And so, yeah, I mean, I've literally watched every second of, of this universe's programming. Like I could not be more excited. I went back, I watched the first season, which now if you watch the first season of 90 Day Fiance, it's, it just feels so tame. Right. <laughs> it's like before they were like really casting it. Do you know what I mean? Like before they were casting for entertainment, more it was more like doc series type thing. Yeah. Oh, it's a such a wild world. So I, uh, we were talking before we were recording, I went to this like press mixer. Yeah. And it was so bizarre to me. So this was like the first like press thing they've done. Right. And they had one of the producers came on a microphone at one point. And there was a lot of people from this whole world. So like Darcy was there from before the 90 days yes. and then Danielle from from 90 day, another season and then some of the current season couples. And it was so funny to me because the producer comes on on a microphone. He wants to thank everyone. He's talking about the success of the show and everything like that, which is great. I hope this doesn't come across as mean to the cast because I love watching them and of I love course. them, of course. And I'm thinking, oh my God, but we're we're kind of watching it and cringing a little bit at these couples, but but they were also so proud of the where this show has come. Well what's interesting is someone like Paul, for example, Paul, is Paul. um has embraced it to a point that he showed up at that mixer in a in his cooling vest, right? And so it's like One. I find that very interesting that when we watched him in the first season of Before the 90 Days, which to me, he was like the greatest t- television character of all time. Um, like his mother handing him the the like crumpled uh, paper towel with the hair the from hair. her hairbrush. Bless. But like he was, it felt so earnest and real. And I do believe it was earnest and real. But what's interesting to me with him is that now it's like he has a sense of humor about it, but he's turning into it. So then I'm thinking on these like on the most recent season before the 90 days there's some stuff in there and i'm like what is real and what's not how much is this oh my gosh this thing has got me some level of fame so i'm just and i appreciate that he has a sense of humor about it clearly right but it's interesting to me that it's like so how far are you going to push it then you're showing up to events in the cooling vest that's not you're right. not really showing up in the cooling vest you're showing up because it's like what a funny thing for paul to do right right right, right. but it's like it's like what's what's real and what's not like it feels like we're photocopying a mirror do you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) even darcy has done a million reality shows too i found out she did millionaire matchmaker she did this other pilot with her sister and so it's like what's how much is uh, are you doing these relationships for a show versus like well molly molly and Luis, she had multiple seasons of a show called double divas i don't know if you know this i'm also like deep into the like the lore like i've gone down so many rabbit holes on the internet like just Please know that my level of knowledge is <laughs> is frightening anyway um but she had this year and i think it was either two or three seasons of a reality show and it was all about her bra store it's her and what? her best friend this is real it's her and her best friend who you see on uh before the 90 days and her daughter is is featured as well and it's just like the quote drama of this bra store and i can't remember if it was on what network it was on, Wii TV or, or something. Wii. I think it was. <laughs> like uh, but there's multiple seasons of it. So that was interesting to me too, where it's like, obviously, I think what's, what's the, the 90 Day Fiance, the original kind of uh, incarnation was attracting what felt to me like these are people who are more interested in like, again, the doc kind of side of this. Before the 90 Days, it feels like it's a bit of a mixed bag. It feels like some of it is just trying to attract people that just really want to be on TV. And yeah, is it the chicken or the egg? Did you did you get in this relationship first or were you like 
Because with Darcy, and listen, I no shade, no, she talks about the fact that they met on a networking site. It's feasible that they could have had this plan. Well, and right? that it could have been, let's get together and do this thing. It also feels strange to me with the sister, because now the sister is with a guy from another country. So I want to play the interview that I did with Darcy from the press mixer. So let's listen to that, and then we'll talk more about it. You guys, I'm here with Darcy, who of course has been on the show before. Darcy, how are you doing? Doing great, Danny. How are you? You look stunning. Now, of course, I've I've only seen you on TV, but in person, you truly look stunning. So good job. Thanks. (laughs) I don't lie. Maybe someone else does. I want to talk to you about him. So my game. (laughs) I want to talk to you about Jesse. So at the tell-all, first of all, what he was very orange at the tell-all, right? I guess so. I don't know. I think I don't know. He'll probably blame somebody else for that. Who knows? He looked like Garfield to me. (laughs) But I've heard pumpkin. I've heard Oompa Loompa. I I, I don't know. I've seen makeup on him before, but hey, you know, it is what it is. I get it. I try to offer my foundation, which would probably have been a better mix, but uh, he was like, no, it's not foundation, it's bronzer. Like, Use your bronzer, okay, but... Eh. <laughs> now, at the end of the tell-all, it sort of looked like for a brief moment that you guys were okay. Not good, but okay. You know Honestly, the nature of our relationship was very up and down, so it was like, we get heated, argue, fight, you know, he knew how to trigger me, I would trigger back just because I was trying to defend myself, and then we would make up. So with that whole hotel thing, with the whole thing, he was calling me, saying he was coming to New York in the name of love, and I, there were some other things that I kind of felt like he was going to use against me because it was private, and I didn't tell him a lot of things because things were getting, like, you know, situated within a family situation, which was fine. I think he embellished the truth, and it was just like... Not okay. And I knew, I was like, oh, are you coming here to, like, set me up or something? Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't need to tell you about my family life. We're good, honey. It's all dismissed. No one touched each other, okay? You know, you know, we were, we're twins. Come on, you know, get a little loud sometimes. Hey, the New York comes out when we want it. Twins have an interesting relationship, I always find. But I got to say, uh, change. We love each other. We do everything, like, Similar, you know. Will she be on the show? I don't know. You'll have to wait and see. I think she will be. That's my guess. Okay, I have to apologize to you for something. So on our last interview, when I interviewed you, I said, I asked you about cutting steak on a bias. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know that's an actual thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I worked at restaurants a lot. <laughs> I didn't know, Darcy. And I seriously, so everyone corrected me. I got so many messages being like, you can't, you have to cut the steak on a bias, like yelling at me. Well, I got in trouble because I was like, oh, you got to keep it juicy. But they're like, no, it's supposed to, you're supposed to say tender, not juicy. It's hard to be smart. Sometimes. I don't know. It just came out. And I was honestly just trying to feed the kids. They were hungry. But, you know, there was also some other things that happened during the day, like, him trying to do push-ups in front of my daughter's middle school. I was like, uh-uh, that ain't gonna happen. I just wanted to get the kids home, ready for bed, fed, and, like, he was just kind of pussyfooting around. And I was like, oh, no, baby, it's, you know, it was being rude. I was like, wanted to feed the kids and just kind of go on with the evening so I could get them home. They were hungry. They are you know, gotta feed your kids. But he dropped the knife and fucking stomped off like a fucking child. Yeah, my daughters called him out. You, your daughters knew from the start. They were like, hey. They knew exactly Is he good in bed? You know, actually, he complimented me all the time, so maybe he was addicted to me. You never know. I think so. Now, Darcy, a couple of follow-up questions from my last interview. I asked, what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? And also, who would you choose for Sexiest Man Alive? 
I still will say I don't know. Let, let's like wait and see what finds out because whoever I choose next will be the sexiest man alive. So you know, here we go. I love your commitment. Me, no shame in my game, and I I I like the hot ones. I'm sorry, I just do. I've I've dated actually hotter than Jesse. Sorry, honey, but been there, done that. Are you dating anyone right now? No comment. We saw someone was on your social media, I think, or something. Yeah. No comments. Darcy, thank you so much. This I'm so glad we got to meet in person. I love you guys. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I want to run through the new season. What yes. did you think of that premiere? You know what? Honestly, I feel very optimistic that it's going to be too. a good season. I think that it, you know, I think that it's, it's kind of, it feels a little bit, again, like less showy casty because again these people already have the k1 visas right so it's like this is happening these people are coming it is real that 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 much when it's before the 90 days which don't get me wrong i'm obsessed with and i think the first season of before the 90 days might be the best season of all but that's like let's go meet somebody on a lark there's no real like money that's been invested or you know you're you're bringing this person here this season is getting us back to these relationships have to be real, at least to the point that money has been laid down and people are coming to the country and they got 90 days. So, right. you know, right. the excitement that ensues is is exciting for me. I have a question, actually. Who's your favorite of all the couples that you've seen throughout any of these offshoots or anything? Or who's your favorite person? Do you have, like, a favorite? It's so hard to choose. I, I mean, I love... Uh, Paul. Paul right. in the first season of Before the 90 Days, to me, like, the specifics, the footlockers, the boat ride... him trying to like put the (laughs) ring on his finger and then Karini's dad being like what is the mute nobody knows what the mute wants which was one of my favorites Um, but I also love Danielle I love Danielle Danielle. and and as a quick aside last Christmas my stepdad got me an autographed 8x10 from Danielle oh my god um, which he filmed me opening and it's like like gasping laughter crying like it was just such a great (laughs) It was the greatest because it was just like, it was so, and he, but he had to chase her down is the other joke. Like she has this side business, which is people sending her money to autograph pictures and Uh, and bless Danielle, you should be on top of it. And literally he had to chase her down, like getting for weeks. And I was like, it's such an easy business model. Wait, so is this like an, (laughs) like it's literally just (laughs) sign a picture, put it. And he was like week after week, just like, please, can we get this in time for Christmas? Is this this like (laughs) an off brand cameo service or something like a, it was, yeah, it was before cameo really, I feel like became a huge thing for that ilk. But anyway, I love her. I mean, I love. She's from Ohio, and she was at the press mixer thing too, which makes. So I was like thinking, like, why? I I couldn't understand. I was like going into it like an episode of Lost. I'm like, why did they choose these people? Like, where's Danielle going to be on TLC? Like, she obviously must be doing something with them, right? Why would they fly her from Ohio? Yeah, well, she had that. They did those little. whatever it was like 20 minute episodes or I can't remember what it was called. It was like, yeah, it was a, a like a, where the, are they now? Or where are they now? Type thing. Like and, and they showed her, Shit and those, they should have she, shown. <laughs> she is. Yeah. She is a fan favorite. I feel like, but I feel like that was also because of her life. It's but two days before the wedding, like the crying. I, I, it's just, there's something that's truly, I mean, it, it speaks to the bad part of humanity that it's like, I want to see this person going through this. But there's something that's truly compelling about watching somebody whose life is very simple, right. who is thrust into something that is very, you know, glamorous, for lack of a better term. And just the real, the, the real crying, the real tears, the real, like, how can you not see that Muhammad is 
you know, wildly using you. Crazy. He won't kiss you <laughs> at your, on your wedding day. He I won't know. kiss you because it's against his religion. Come on. I mean, you really have to convince, you have to do a lot of convincing within your own head that that's a normal thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, okay. So these new couples, yes. I'm going to just throw some pictures at you. Please. So first Jonathan and Fernanda, let's just jump into them. What do you think of these two? Okay. They're very attractive. Very. Yes, of course. A very handsome couple. And I will say even in person, they're better looking. I thought Adam's nodding along. I thought they were much better looking in person. You know what? And that's something that I've noticed a lot on the show. Courtney and Antonio, if you remember them from the first season of Before the 90 Days, she, to me, I was always like, oh, she's a pretty girl. But then if you see her in like her Instagram and just like videos and stuff, I'm like, God, she's gorgeous. But on on the show, she was kind of, I mean, she was very pretty, but just it really, I feel like the, sh- I don't know if it's a filter they use or something. Are they trying to like ugly them up somehow? <laughs> I think um, they must, they must, I mean, well, there's just no hair and makeup. Like, yeah. and I come from Housewives world where it's like, they film just these everyday scenes in no, in, in full hair and makeup. Right. Right, so right. it's That's like true. it's it is an adjustment for the eyes when I turn on TLC. <laughs> <laughs> adjustment for the eyes. That's when I amazing. when I put on TLC, I'm like, okay, I gotta like settle in. This of isn't course. E. This isn't Bravo. I gotta like you know figure it out. Okay, so Jonathan and Fernanda. Here's here's my thoughts here. This guy, I actually kind of think is the is the worst. And I don't really like to usually talk too negatively about anybody, but for me, it's like this is. He's the kind of guy that it's like he's got this hot young fiance that he feels really big and powerful about because he financially supports her and he bought her a car and he bought her boobs and all these things. Boobies. He said boobies. Oh, that made me cringe. But he is the number one guy I could see cheating on her. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm. he has that vibe to me of this is just another acquisition for him in his life of of the internet. Like he wants to have the hottest side, you know, girl by his side, but then also probably isn't that connected to her in any way i saw on his instagram today because i had to take a look um on his instagram story (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm like when you were like we talk about 90 day fiance i was like how quickly can i get over there i Um, I love you but he said on his instagram story he's like you know the show of course didn't mention any of the positive things that i like about fernanda she's very smart and she's um intelligent and she is uh she's a rock and she's genuine and i love her those were the things he's like it's not just about her body and i'm like You've listed nothing. You've listed like buzzwords. You know what I mean? Like it's like to me, it's like if you can't speak about your partner in any way other than like she's genuine, she's a rock, she's smart. Again, was this like, was this on like a video or a caption or a story? This was his Instagram story. Okay, okay. okay. So he also had posted a story where they had like broken the bed, and then she was like, "It's not my fault. I fuck so hard." And I was like, <laughs> "Did she say that, or did you tell her to say that?" Like, I mean, for for me with her, I love also in the episode where they come to his house and the, the power's off, and she's like, "Are you poor?" <laughs> like immediately, <laughs> instantly. Um, but I, I mean, she's nineteen. She she doesn't. She doesn't know who she is or what she wants. I remember when I was like 20, I dated a 31-year-old guy, which I feel like is like a similar age difference here. And you can kind of get caught up in the idea of like, what do I need to be to make this person like me? Do you know what I mean? Like, who do I need to be? Because this is like this, you know, whatever. I have this cool boyfriend who's much older than me. And I feel like... I feel like, truthfully, it could last forever. Do I think it's going to be a super healthy relationship and he's going to be faithful and she's going to be happy? Absolutely not. Yeah. But I do think that they're, you know, I I do think that they're set up that it's like she could get pregnant within a year and, you know. Um, I thought they were the most well-matched 
meeting them, I felt like they were well matched and she is sort of that fiery, you know, and she even said to us, she's a fiery Latina and like, and, and she did seem immature, but so did he in a little, in a way that in a way that seemed matched to me. Yeah. I agree with you there again. Like it feels like they have perhaps similar values um, (laughs) and wants in life. You know, Um, she seems to have some sort of like fitness Instagram also. So that always speaks to me about like, oh, cool. Like you're into fitness. You clearly Mm want to be an Instagram model slash reality TV star. It's not imbalanced. Like someone like, like, Colt and Larissa, for example, where oh God, that's to to like a them. whole other kettle of fish. <laughs> but it's interesting because we don't see a lot of couples necessarily that are super well matched yes. on, on these yeah. shows. Usually it does feel like there is a bit of a disparity of, in some way or another. And so, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I just I, he just is so slimy to me that I'm, I don't trust him. Yep. I worry about her. Um, you know, she's never left Mexico. All she's the young. Time. She's so young. And yeah. it, it, it it's again. I also don't think anybody should get married before they're 35. Like, totally agree. Period. So, totally agree. <laughs> I don't yeah. feel like you know who you are or, or what you want. And uh, I think it's very appealing for her to be a 19-year-old girl from Mexico that's getting all of these things purchased for her. Why wouldn't she come? Yeah, she got the car. She got the boobies. Um, and then also I was bothered. I, I didn't understand why he couldn't like remove his ex-girlfriend's underwear from the drawer. <laughs> like <laughs> that, I couldn't tell if that was like staged or if that was like he just still had the underwear like if it wasn't staged and literally her first like right pass through the house she finds something first of all i do believe that that's possible second of all it's like what else have you got going on man like and the fact that she had apparently said to him ahead of time like clean the house before i get there meaning clean out all this other stuff i mean also like who's hanging on to underwear from like that's also a weird weird thing you know what i mean like to me first of all like who's like I find it very odd when it's like, I've left you a pair of my underwear in general. Like, it's like, oh, that's so creepy and weird. Um, but also to like hang on to them, especially if he's like, oh, those, I've had those for years. I didn't know they were there. It's like, so you recently moved into this house and you didn't look into any of those drawers. Like it was like the top drawer, yeah. I think. And it was right on top. It was like, so you've, you must have either never opened this or it right. was like your most prized possession. Like, <laughs> right. Like it's right. either one or the other. Either one. Not yeah. great. Okay, before we get to the next couple, I want to play our chat with Jonathan and Fernanda. And Adam actually did this interview while I was getting more wine. So let's hear their chat right now. So what has... You're new to this. The other people here, they've been around the block for a little bit. This is your first... Is this your, one of your first events since being on the show? Yeah. Yeah, it Yeah, this is. is our first event. It's exciting. We're fresh. A lot of familiar faces, but this is definitely something new for us. What, what would you say you were most nervous about in signing up for the show? Oh my gosh, I think a lot of things, a lot of things, meet this, um, these other couples, it's been a little nervous for me. For us, uh, for the first 90 days, obviously very critical for us, so, you know, th- that was one of the more difficult things, is having to adjust with the, ca- you know, cameras, and, and, and really, it was critical for our relationship, we weren't sure if she was going to get along with my mom, and a lot of other uh-huh. things, so, it was, uh, you know, we'll see. Do you feel like being in front of the cameras helped you loosen up with each other or did it make you more standoffish at first i think it took some time i think you know in the beginning it was um you know it it took some getting used to um but i think it helped us grow closer together because we had to be strong for each other this is something that we were both new at and so we were learning together which which helped a lot what was your biggest fear going into this whole experience the biggest fear is uh, make the process difficult with the program because you're uh, have you're been in a transition which is very different. It's going to other country, living your family, living your life, 
and you have 90 days to decide if you want to change your life forever. And then the show, it's a little hard. Yeah, a little bit of pressure from both sides. Now, can you tease for us, since we haven't seen anything yet, what can we expect from your guys' scenes this... Obviously, of course, you run into some trouble. That's just life and love. What can you tell us? Yeah, you know what? We really can't say too much. I, what I can tell you is we definitely had our ups and downs. Uh, we, we grew a lot. Drama and love. Drama and love. <laughs> Dramatic, Latin, la loca. Latin, yeah. Latin, <laughs> drama, guys. That's what you can expect. <laughs> exactly. I think you said it perfectly. Did you have any family members that were telling you... Please don't do this. This is crazy. Of course. Of course. Of yeah. His family, my family, of course, they they were like, don't support us like 100% about it. But in the end of the day, we take the decisions and they have our back. They have our back. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, guys. It was great to meet you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Adam. Okay, and let's talk about Colt and Larissa. Now, these were the this was the couple that I was most... <laughs> <laughs> on the edge of my seat about it. I mean, right when we met him, we see he's from Las Vegas, sure. lives with the mom, the mom mm-hmm. cooks, does his laundry, he's feeding the cats through his mouth. Three female cats. He's <laughs> well, dressing them. Well, what are telling the, them they're beautiful. <laughs> dressing the cats. I didn't even know people dress cats. Listen, not a lot of cats will let you dress them. <laughs> I feel like he's trained them over the course of their lives to be okay with it. He has totally trained them. He has to. <laughs> I feel like he walks the cat on a leash. Have you ever seen someone walk a cat oh, on yeah, a leash? It's, I feel it's like... <laughs> disarming at best. You know, my when question, one of the cats' names was Cookie Dough, I think, like dough, the Cookie Dough and oh, uh, or the other God, I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was it was like Maybe little sh- girl, Sugar sh- Baby, or Sugar something. Baby, and, and and Cookie Dough. I was like, well, I mean, it's rough. on brand. Um, my question is, what's his job? Because you know, he's like in my spare time, I fix things, mostly break them, hang out with the cat, and play video games. And I'm like, what does he do for he's a task, currency? I, he's a task rabbit, I think. <laughs> But he oh, only, yeah. you know how like Task Rabbit, you can put in like your uh, what you have to do. It's like I feel like he only picks up like the really easy ones. <laughs> totally. I just found the clip like I've watched, I've rewound and watched so many times because it actually makes my stomach turn when they're skyping for the first time on the show, and she's like, "Watch your bangs" or whatever, and he's like, "It's been a long day, darling." And then like, first of all, he sounds like Gina Gershon in Showgirls. <laughs> It was like the, the everything about it, but then also I was like, "There's no emotion." Like I was just like, "It's chilling." Like it, like it felt like it felt, and I say this with nothing and, and no, it's truly, but it felt a little on the spectrum to me that it oh, felt yeah, yeah. like any of his responses. He's like, "I'm just rational," and I'm just whatever. Do you want me to sit here and cry for you? I was like, I feel like. It, it makes me worry for him a little bit that I'm like, oh, I feel like you've gotten yourself tied up into something that is really gonna break your heart. Totally. Um, because again, like, well, it's been a long day, darling. I was like, oh my god, that feels like a killer. Like, <laughs> I, I, totally. And also, I'm skeptical of anyone. He's 33 years old, living with his mother, and not that there's anything wrong with living with your. There is something wrong with living with your mother at 33. Actually, like, I don't. There is. It's like not right. Like, no. I, but there's also two details to that 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 speak highly to him. One, he's like, ever since my father died 10 years ago, I've been living with her. So I'm also like, well, what's that? mommy dearest i need to be the white knight and whatever also there's a difference between your mother living with you and you living with your mother and i think that he's probably represented himself to mm. her that it's like my mother lives with me like i care for her when it's like no it's it's opposite clear she's cooking you all live of in meals. her house she's cooking all of your meals she's cooking all of your meals also yeah. that hash looked delicious she had some <laughs> sort of like egg like a it was, a, it was an interesting omelet or something oh, yeah it was yeah, like it looked, it looked good. really good um the cousins too did you uh, the, one of his cousins oh. had like the headband on she's like 
TLC's coming. <laughs> that, Lauren, I'm like endlessly fascinated by people who are just only going to be on like one scene of reality TV. Totally. And then they, I, I just love looking at what the outfit they chose for that one scene is. She was so bohemian <laughs> yeah. and he was so like country, her husband. I was like, this doesn't feel like who you are. Like, it feels like she's like, I'm going to go boho chic. I'm going to have this, 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 you know, never worn it before band, in her life. Lots of flowing layers. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also loved him being like, I knew my wife was the one because we went fishing. We had children and all the other things. It was like, those are the top three things. We went fishing, we had children and all the rest. Great. They also they also had in their house a gather sign, like it just said gather, and a lot of word art in the kitchen. It said eat, (laughs) and I love like I'm I cracks me up like when it's just decorative word art. Oh yeah. And um and then he even said he's like maybe Colt has a 12 inch penis, and it was like kind of cringy dialogue. But I'm excited to see more of them. Oh, I'm so excited (laughs) to see more of them. I also like that she's like maybe she isn't into looks. She just likes the nerdy type. And I'm like this poor man. (laughs) Like what is his life? This poor guy. And meanwhile he's like sitting with that like concrete wall behind him also that backyard was tragic right, um, right. at least paint the, the brick wall or something right. make it look like you don't live in a prison um <laughs> I, yeah i'm i'm wildly fascinated about this one for sure this feels very like i would say george and amphisa but i feel like he's not anything like george george shows emotions and whatnot mm-hmm. and george also has a you know obviously a shady side uh being going to prison and everything but she it does feel like her expectations he also hasn't he hasn't told her He's like, I think she has this expectation that I have all this money. And and she even says in the episode, like, you're American, you can afford it. And I'm like, right, this I know it's a recipe for disaster. I'm so yes. (laughs) So I'm I'm I love when these couples have the mom involved. It just adds like this whole other dynamic. And it's just going to be a recipe for disaster when she's there with the mother. And yeah, I just need more of that. But I'm (laughs) I'm super excited about them. Yeah, Um, I think that that's going to be totally a highlight again just it's they're so wildly different and so it feels implausible thus far and listen maybe we'll get to see them be very affectionate and we'll get to see i don't know you know it's (laughs) i feel a little bit also like it's early russ and pal like at the beginning when he was very kind of like you know and he had his whole family and he's kind of bloomed over the course of the seasons so you think colt is gonna bloom i mean that's the hope if you follow his instagram uh, he has a lot of art that he does. What kind of art? Um, drawings and things that he does. A lot of it is uh, you know, images of cats. Uh, I would highly recommend checking it out. I'm and the, the out captions all- <laughs> are also very interesting. And often I can't personally see the connection between the caption and the, the piece. I mean, maybe he's just operating on a level that's much bigger than my art knowledge. You know, I, I'm going to go and as soon as we're done, I'm like literally following all these people on Instagram now. I'm so excited. You have to. Okay. Let's get to Kalani and Asuelo. Asuelo. Am I, did I say it right? Asuelo. I think that's right. Yeah. Asuelo. Yeah. So this, this is a couple uh, again, we don't have a mother figure. Now we have the father figure right. and I'm very fascinated by her father, Kalani's father with the beard and he's very skeptical right off the bat of Asuelu. Yes. And I feel like there's going to be some fireworks coming. And we also saw in the preview when he's there and he's like uh, unsure about ground beef at the grocery store. Did you see that? Yeah. Yes. So I'm like very excited for the culture shock of him in the, in the U.S. Totally. What do you think of these two? Well, I, you know, first of all, what I find interesting is, you know, she openly said in the interview, my dad wanted me to be with a white guy. And her right. dad kind of says in the episode, you know. I don't trust people. I don't necessarily trust people from that background. And there was all this backlash about the racism. And I, of course, because I'm obsessed, 
read on her Instagram that she wrote this big thing about like, well, they cut it together to make it seem like something it wasn't. All he said was he doesn't trust boys that were raised the way he was. And I'm like, but that is exactly what it sounded like. I don't think that he was misrepresented at all. You also said in the episode, my dad only wants me to be with a white man. Right. I don't like that's not really misrepresenting anything, you know, um, I it was kind of racist against his own people. And that's his prerogative. Um, I'm not saying I, that's right, but right. it's like, I don't think that he was misrepresented in some way or that it was cut together in some way that magically Frankenstein it to make him look like a racist when he's not like, let's get real. I think there's an interesting thing with these people who have never been on reality TV before where it, their first instinct is to go to their, it's, it's weirdly edited or it's weirdly cut yeah. because even in, when I interviewed Ashley and Jay, they sort of alluded to the same thing. And I thought, I don't know if we're, I, we're seeing, they obviously aren't going to be able to show that much of you. There's uh, six couples on the show, six or five or six couples on the show. Yeah. So it's like, we're only seeing a small portion of your life. So they're going to have to cut it together quickly, but you're still saying these things. You can't, you can't, there's no way to take out of context. He wants me to be with a white man. Like there's just the no words way to take there. that out of context, in my opinion. Unless um, it was like edited or like, he wants yeah, like, yeah, different, yeah. Yeah. like a robot voice. I find this story very <laughs> compelling. I find it compelling that she was saving herself as a Mormon and then met this guy and decided, you know, I want to. And I also loved how she, my boyfriend also could not stand for whatever reason, how she talked about losing her virginity to him. She was like, you know, I, you know, and I met him and I decided that I wanted to experience that romance. So we did the deed. And he was just like, no, no. Like, it was just something about like her, like odd, like uncomfortable joking about it that just like eked him out, which I thought was very funny. And but there's a child involved. There's a child, there's a child involved, involved, which always, that's always when it gets weird. Yeah. You because know? then, I mean, talk about real versus fake. It's like, that's real. It's real. There, you can't get any more real than they they're having this child it's like when heidi had all the plastic surgery i was like as much of the hills could be you know produced it's like you can't fake the fact that she had all the that's real and that's insane um you were a hills fan too oh so big yeah are you excited for the reboot you know what i i'm cautiously optimistic i don't know i feel like it's like I feel like a lot of those people just really need it right now. I said it, I said it, I said it. (laughs) Uh, Well, the interesting thing I found about Kalani is she's obviously very close to her family. She's very close to her dad and her sister. And there was that back and forth in the episode where she had lied to her sister, apparently saying, well, he for sure cheated on me. And then she reveals. That was weird to me. Yeah. And she reveals, well, actually, we hadn't had an exclusivity talk yet. First of all, I don't, I don't buy any of that to me. If you're into somebody, you're not sleeping with other people, um, in, in my personal opinion. So I already think that that's shady that he did that. I also think that it's shady. I, I'm also curious where that happened in their exactly. timeline. Because yeah. if that happened before you had sex with him and had the baby, yeah, okay. okay. But if you had already had sex with him and were pregnant and, and then that had happened, that's also like, you know what I mean? Like, it, to me, it didn't let him off the hook. And it, I, I, I couldn't understand how much of it was like her... Uh, maybe she was mad at him and telling the sister at one point, but then she was trying to cover up for him or something. Like yeah. I couldn't d- understand the dynamics of well, why did she lie to her sister? When did this? When did she lie? And yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was very. It, was it felt like a very odd plot point, and it felt very odd that also her sister was like not letting her off the hook. And I mean, I'm also somebody with my friends that it's like I don't gain anything by alienating you in that way. If I don't like your partner, me pushing back that hard is not going to help my you know, horse in this race, which is probably 
I don't want them together. But you know what I mean? Right. Like to me, that when I see family, like sisters or family members or friends, do that to each other, I'm like, this is you're you're working against yourself totally. by pushing them further, you know, further away from you. Um, I'm very curious. The, the one thing that did trouble me about her father, and listen, I love his style. I think he's great, and he, you know, he he has his own views. The one thing though, that, that 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 troubled me was when he said, "I speak louder with my fists than I do with my words." And I was like. Whoa, like in this first episode, he has been portrayed as someone who is does have like a, this racist streak and also is like, I'm going to beat up this yeah. guy if I don't like him. Like, I mean, bold. Yeah, it's a bold. lot. It's a lot at once. And that beard was, too. I mean, that <laughs> I that was I could not take my eyes off. But I, I just take my eyes off the sides. Right. That hadn't gotten long enough to be worked into the braid yet. The amount of food that would get lost in that thing. Oh. Um, OK, we got to move on to Ashley yes, and yes, Jay. Yes. Okay, this one right right away. Now, it's interesting you said that they're like, oh, it was, it was edited, whatever. How do you take out of context her saying, and I quote, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but um, he's over in Jamaica. I can't expect him to be faithful. It's not my business. How right. can that be taken out of well, context? Well, and she had said uh, she had two engagements before and Correct. they both cheated on her. Mm-hmm. And so I wondered, like, is, is she just resigning to the fact of a man being faithful to her? I think that, listen, I think that we've all had moments, or I'll speak for myself, we've all had moments where it's like you convince yourself that you are okay with things that you're not, right? right? right. So you convince yourself that it's like, it's okay, it's not a big deal. I can see her being like, he's 20, you know, he's he's thousands of miles away, it's not a big deal. Like, he loves me. If he has sex with somebody else, it's not a big deal. When in reality, we have to know, first of all, that that probably doesn't feel good for her. This has been a problem for her in the past. She has these kids. It feels like... You know, her friend even said, like, she just wants so badly to be in love that yeah. she's kind of ignoring a lot of red flags. And this guy is just, I mean. <laughs> every every piece of footage of him was just grinding on a woman. like was, Doing stripper moves right, and stuff. Like, and, and, and also, like, the tattoo thing where he's like, everybody knows me in Jamaica because I'm a tattoo. Girls, and then, then immediately, girls want them under their boob or around their nipples. And then I went on, like, an, like, a Google deep dive where I'm like, what are these female, like, around the nipple tattoos? I've never heard of this. Like, is this a, like, in trend? Like, again, and it was minimal what I could find is the bottom line um i don't know how many of these he's done maybe he's done three ever um i really i wanted more of his relationship with poochie his sister poochie (laughs) like really just they said her name was poochie i was like i'm on board like i need more of her oh absolutely she yeah and the fact that she's eight months pregnant and she looks barely pregnant and it's like what's yours she's got like the hello kitty boob tattoo like what's poochie's story you know let's get her on this thing they were the most interesting to me in person and i'll play a little clip of their interview but they were so interesting because they they seem so tentative about it. Like I asked them, are you excited about it? And they were like, no, they were, they seemed very nervous about it airing. They seemed to not be into wow. it, but they were there together at this event. So let's take a listen to what they had to say about the show. How are you two doing? We're good. They're doing pretty fine. Are you excited for the new season to start? Are there nerves? Is there excitement? How are you feeling? They're I'm nervous. Go ahead, definitely. Babe. Nervous. Yeah. Now, how much hesitation did you have going into this show? Were you on board right away, or did it take a little convincing? No, I was definitely hesitant about doing it. Um, it's a lot, allowing you know the entire world into your life. So, um, but we decided and we did it. So. And have you seen the premiere episode? Yes. And how do you feel about it? You know, it's it's a lot, but it's our lives. So at the end of the day, you know. I did, and I did not feel good about it because I look bad in it. So, you know, like, it is already aired and on TV, so I'm just going to have to live with it. So, 
we we definitely have a connection because if it wasn't a connection there like we wouldn't be here right now you know but you know like regardless of the tv show we're just gonna have to live on and just like make sure we love each other and just keep each other happy so that's just about it so what do we have to look forward to with your story on the season there's a lot. You know, like <laughs> a lot just of drama. Um, the the obvious, you know, cultural differences and and knowing what you know now, would you sign up for it all over again? Yeah, I would sign up for it all over again. Why? Because she's the saucy type. She's always saucy, so that's that's her. They didn't say that they were married, but they their body language said to me that they were together. Right. Uh, and she seemed she seemed really not into any of the any of the camera stuff any of the anything. But he was like, we were laughing because uh, at one point I was interviewing them and Adam took a picture, and it was like he immediately found his light, like he turned his head oh and he was like ready for it. And she was just kind of like meek and meager, and she didn't seem like she was very interested in any of the spotlight. And he was like ready to audition for Magic Mike on Las Vegas. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, he was going had... to stay with Colt and <laughs> live in Vegas. Listen, they've got an extra space. Right. You have to share the the bed with with Sugar Doll. Um, he did reference in the episode though that he had once dated a woman in the states who was sending him money, and that he she wanted him to come over. And he's like, but I wasn't really in love with her. So that also to me is like. First of all, you're 20. How have you dated this many people? And can right. we also have a very quick moment not to bring the room down? But his his reference to I lost my virginity when I was eight. Yeah, I don't. And they yeah. just I they was, breezed over it. They breezed over it. And I was really curious about that, because first of all, ethically, TLC, why oh. include that in the edit? That's my first question. And I know that he was like, I'm cool with it. And I know people say it was young, but whatever. But obviously we all know that that's not true. I don't believe physically a man can have sex at eight, right? I mean, I I have... uh, It just seemed weird. It it seemed odd to me to include it for a show that obviously cuts in and out and around and all of the rest. And so I'm like, does that come back in some way? How could it? But that to me also spoke to my immediate response was, oh my God, this poor man. Right. has has experienced this trauma his way of handling it has clearly been to have sex with as many women as he can and create this lothario kind of persona for himself and and you know that that's who he is and whatever and him bragging about like it was my dad because he said he had sex with his girl it was my dad's woman dad's and i stole him and i'm like yeah. my immediately like my heart was just like oh i i want to hug you you poor little boy because i yeah. feel like it's like there's real damage that's done here and again i was just like wow it was the first time because i'm so obsessed with the show it was the first time i've ever watched something and gone ooh, i don't know how that ethically sits with me that yeah. i was like why would they include that do they like i feel like almost it's like well what's worse I don't know. It just felt like a very questionable choice to like add into his story. But also it gave me compassion for him that I don't want to have. <laughs> I don't want to have this compassion for him. I think he's probably treating her like garbage. It sounds like from when you met them that clearly there's like some bad shit that's going to end up happening between them. Yeah, and there's I don't stuff that have a- compassion for him. Damn it. There's stuff that airs that I think is going to be good. And I wondered how much do you think Ashley just wants to be in love with like, cause I actually, I don't think Ashley's doing the show to do the show. I think she has convinced herself truly just from watching and meeting her. I think she's given up some of her values and morals to be with this man. And 
I don't know. I just wondered how much she would, uh, she would convince herself to be with him because it seemed like she did do a lot of convincing. I saw something online again, because I'm I so you. deep into it. <laughs> so deep into it. My boyfriend also like, I'm not on Reddit. I don't, get it but he like follows all of it and so then literally we wake up in the morning and then we're like reporting to each other like i've got the instagram report about the 90 day people and he's got the fucking the, the reddit report <laughs> also by the way as an aside i'll go on to anybody from from the, the 90 day fiance world on instagram and always it's like followed by and my boyfriend's following all of them i'm like did you just like one night like go and, like he follows as soon more as the cast are do. announced he's like exactly no exactly it's very 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 sweet because again i of course force him into this anyway but there was something that she said on her Instagram or a Facebook or something where she said that she, that the question was, would you ever move to Jamaica? And she was like, once my kids are old enough, the plan is for us to move there. Oh, wow. And, and then it was like, it was interesting because first of all, it's like, I think they need to be like, that's like in a decade. Like, I think yeah, they're yeah. also like, cause they're young. They're young. It's also, you're going to move your 18, 19 year old kids to Jamaica. Like, that's odd. Like, right. what about college? Um, also like, do you really think you're still going to be together? There's a lot of things. I agree with I, you though, that I, I feel like she genuinely, but with him, it's, oh, it I was don't know. also weird to me that the first thing we saw of her was doing the self-defense classes. And I wondered like, why, how does that play into it? Because that felt to me as something that was filmed later to put in to like plant the seed. It was like the very first image we saw of her was learning self-defense. And she didn't seem like someone who's just like a super athletic, not that she was, didn't look fit or whatever, but it, it didn't seem like athleticism was part of her storyline. So and it's, then it's like, like my passion is self-defense. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like whose passion is self-defense. Like it, it seemed like they were planting the seeds for something to do with self-defense or I don't know. And then that and maybe I'm, me, th- maybe I'm overthinking. No, it. I don't think you are because then that makes me think, did they keep that bit about him and his childhood? to give make oh, us have oh, compassion oh. for him in some way like is this gonna go super dark oh wow is the wow. question i would then ask wow listen i could, I could talk wow. about this wow. for days <laughs> for days i could get into this speculating i love it so much um let's go to eric and how am i saying her name is it Leda? 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 this we, is really fascinating to me first of all i love that he's like i wanted to just show up in turkey or syria and volunteer to fight isis that soundbite is one of my favorite things of all time like we just land and be like hey everybody i'm here to I'm fight ISIS. Getcha. i don't know that like you know loudly announcing that in an airport there is going to do you any favors um this was an interesting dynamic because so it was sort of switched because she's really wealthy and she's yeah. It's like, why is she wanting to come leave her house with these maids and cooks and everything to come live with him who he doesn't have any money and he lives in, in uh, compared to her life squalor. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's this one is, I'm really looking forward to this one actually, because he's been very open that he hasn't been clear about what his living situation is. Also, when we learned last night that he is kicking out his 19 year old daughter to make room for her and her son. I'm like, first of all, that poor girl is going to need a lot of therapy right, right. <laughs> to get over that, like full, like rejection from her parent. And secondly, yeah. What, what is her motivation? Is it, is she really in love with this guy? Like what is there also though the belief? And I know that a lot of the foreigners always talk about this, that it's like her level of, of richness is nothing compared to America. Yeah. Is, to, yeah, exactly. You know, is that, is that what's going on? Does she think that that's just going to be a better life for her son? I don't know, but this is very fascinating. And I also found the dynamic between him and his ex wife. Very interesting when they were out at lunch yes. with the two other kids. She seemed completely uh, I, I'm normal-ish. I felt like it was like, wow, this is like a really healthy right. divorced co-parent relationship. Right. 
the which kids we don't often see. I'm excited for the kid too. The daughter <laughs> dynamic, I think, is going to be good. Yes. Um, when she's when confronted with each other, I think that's going to be really good. If we can get as much passion out of that older daughter that she had about those loaded potato skins, <laughs> then we're in for a treat. <laughs> but all of these guys. So, do you? Who out of all these couples do you think is is built to last? As I said, I think Jonathan and Fernanda, I think that they'll stay together. That's my instinct. I think that their values probably line up. Again, I don't know that he's going to be good to her. Right. I don't think, um, I mean, Colt and Larissa, I don't know how that could last. But again, maybe that's one of those things where she comes over and that's just, you know, she's like, this is just the choice that I made. And I have this husband and I'm curious to see how she finds out about the money and what that does for her. Right. The fights also that they're teasing with her and the mother, I am living for yes it's like if you go against the queen you'll die i was like Uh, oh this is awesome and i think they're holding back the teaser for the season it just felt to me i think there's a lot more that we are gonna get than we didn't see in the totally in the trailer yeah but i'm so excited this so this is my first season diving in from the beginning as it's airing and i feel like i'm excited now it feels like appointment tv to me like i'm gonna set my calendar and watch it and i'm very very excited about it um and i do miss my before the 90 days already i know like it felt like a weird um a weird switch this sunday to not have it not have darcy and jesse in my life i know we all miss it we all miss it also can i just quickly say him at the tell-all immediately coming out saying he cat she catfished him i was like what a low move like out of that's never existed in any of this storyline for two years and then all of a sudden she posted pictures that were younger what it was just like what way to come out first of all way to come out swinging and secondly low blow and i think they switched i really think darcy's better looking than jesse now like jesse showed up at the tell-all in full-on garfield cosplay like it was just (laughs) that yellow or that orange makeup and then darcy looks fantastic she looks great although i will say like i was very closely talking to her yeah. and she had this a lot of hair a lot of fake hair and and i think i was allergic i had to go home that night and take a benadryl <laughs> <laughs> i was like in bed and i was just like oh my throat is closing up like i think i'm allergic to her hair and i don't think it was i don't know what kind of hair it was but it definitely was not human hair <laughs> it's like something that i was allergic to and i was like oh my god i was so itchy i took a benadryl that's so funny anyway Lauren, you mentioned Danielle. Now, I did get to talk to her at the press mixer, so I want to play my interview with her. We'll take a little break, and then we'll come back and talk more. So here is my chat with Danielle. (laughs) Okay, Danielle, now you had a very tumultuous romance with Mohammed on the show. How are things now in your life in general? Things are well in my life. I'm going to school. Um, I'm working two jobs. I just had a new grandbaby. And so... Would it, would you ever see a future with Mohammed or no? No, I would not. He drug me down. Yeah, no, I think so too. I'm glad. I'm glad that's over with. Yeah. What would you say you learned about relationships from the show? I learned that communication and trust is a big thing. And do you look back on your time on the show fondly, or how do you feel about it? Um, it was a good experience, but there was good and bad with the whole relationship. Do you have any regrets from the show? No, I don't have no regrets. It was a good experience, and I've grown from the experience. Now, uh, your daughters, what were they? What are they up to now? We've seen them on the show a bit. <laughs> My oldest daughter, she's going to college. My middle daughter, she's, in, she's a senior in high school, so she'll be graduating this summer. She's in cosmetology. And my youngest daughter, she's in media visual tech program. Oh, that's awesome. 
Now, Danielle, I ask everyone pop culture questions, so I just want to throw some of these out there. Okay. Uh, if you were choosing for People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, who would you choose? Hmm. <laughs> Brad Pitt. That's a classic answer. Classic. Now, I always ask everyone, what's their favorite Mariah Carey song? Uh, I don't know. I really don't listen to too much of her. That's fine, too. <laughs> Maybe like a Christmas song, like All I Want for Christmas yeah, or something like that? <laughs> and then, also, what are you watching on TV these days? Do you watch a lot of TV? I watch a little TV here and there. I watch 90 Day Fiance, of course. Um, Dance what do you, with the Stars. What do you think about the couples on Before the 90 Days? Did you watch that? Yes, I did watch that. I love Paul and Karini. Paul is a character. Um, Darcy. I'm Team Darcy. <laughs> team Darcy all the way. Um, Will we see you ever again on TLC? I'm not quite sure yet. That's still up in the air. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It was so nice meeting you. Take care. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now, I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C, com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash iconic all right i'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and i'm watching one of my shows i'm always hopping on the redfin app or website because i just want to check out real estate listings like i love checking out real estate listing even for the houses that i cannot afford it's my favorite app to use redfin uh, i just got a home of course but it was pretty stressful process and if i would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Okay. okay, Lauren, this was so fun. Now, you are, of course, I know you from Second City, from Chicago. You used to do yeah. Second And you used to 
you, did you do the touring company too, or you were, you were in Toronto? I toured in Toronto and then I did the main stage and then I did the main stage in Chicago as well. Right. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the questions that I asked Darcy that she yeah. was unable mm-hmm. to answer. I love it. So first and foremost, who would you choose if you were choosing for People Magazine, Sexiest Man Alive? Yes. Who would you choose? Uh, I would have to say the host of Mythbusters, Brian Loudon. <laughs> my very handsome that's... boyfriend would be who I would choose. Oh my God. That's your, that's your actual boyfriend. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's that's very our... tall, rugged beard. Come yeah, on. Yeah, he's got an all What more do you on. want? Oh my God. I didn't, I did not know this. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> who would you, what would you choose for your favorite Mariah Carey song? Fantasy. Classic. Classic. The ODB remix? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> And uh, now for Entertainment Weekly, they always do this like must list. Yeah. You know, it's like their choice for your favorite TV shows, podcasts, movies, whatever. What would be on your must list? So like, what are you watching right now? Uh, my other, so 90 Day is appointment viewing for me. The other thing that's appointment viewing for me is Married at First Sight. That's another one that I have, a reality show that I've been into from the very beginning. I think we're in season five now, maybe. So explain what's the concept oh. of this. <laughs> oh, buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> People setting sign my DVR and they do they do like these huge psychological questionnaires and then a team of psychologists and experts um, matchmake. And so you meet your future partner at the altar as you're getting married. Oh, my God. And then the show follows the six to eight weeks. I can't remember which it is that follow the wedding. And it's literally these people getting to know each other and then deciding if they're going to stay married or if they're going to get a divorce. So the first episode is literally them meeting at the altar Correct. and then it follows them after. Correct. TLC is just doing great programming. This is, this isn't TLC. This <laughs> oh. one is, um, I think this is on lifetime now. I think it was we TV to start. I'm not sure. Um, no, either way, golden age of television. Oh, golden <laughs> age. Golden age. It's like, fantastic. Um, it's very compelling. Yeah. It's very compelling. You know, I, I talked about housewives and the housewives it's getting a little, it's starting certain franchises are getting to feel a little bit stale. So it's been fun to branch out and try new things. Listen, I recommend it. It's, it's, I mean, the first season was really the best. What for about, sure. what about scripted stuff? Like, do you watch any scripted stuff? I'm huge into Insecure, which I know that you had so, talked so about. Good, yeah. I love it so much. It's so good. Um, and I really feel like it gets funnier and funnier. Um, right. This season, this past season, I think was the best. I think done. so too. And it's so, I, we binged it all at, at one time and I thought it was just the perfect binge because the shows are, the episodes are short and you want more every time you finish. Totally. And I'm like invested in, in all of it. I find it all very believable. I think that all of those dynamics are like, super relatable and yeah i i think it's a great show i'm also i'm into this is us like like oh, yeah. hard yeah, yeah, hard yeah. into this is us i'm behind on an episode but i love this is us too i love it um and speaking of this is us it's on nbc you're on nbc superstore you yeah. play dina and it's it's must see tv i was i did i tell you i was at i went with my parents to universal um studios oh yeah and we did the studio tour which first of all i didn't realize is a ride it is a ride <laughs> it's like a full-on ride yeah and we went on it because i got motion sickness from the harry potter ride <laughs> so we, we literally we had like the front of the line passes for the studio tour and we we're like let's just go I, I i'm feeling sick let's just go and then you get on like a a tram or a trolley or whatever and then they fucking shake you with the king kong <laughs> yeah and i was literally like in a bag like <laughs> Um, and then the, you, you're in a Fast and the Furious movie. All of a sudden, like the Rock is next to you, and you're like, you know, being shook. Um, but you appear on the right at one point. They show Superstore and right. stuff, and I was like, oh my god, I know her. And I was, <laughs> as I'm throwing up in a bag. Oh. <laughs> um, but 
is it? Uh, tell me about it. What, what it's like to be on must see TV. Cause it's Thursday nights. Yeah. I mean, that's like an iconic lineup. Uh, other must see TV shows with office and community and, and friends and Seinfeld. Yeah. It's like, you're in the most amazing company. Oh my God. And, and currently, you know, it's us, then good place, good place. then will and grace. Then I feel bad, which is a new show this season. But I mean, yeah, will and grace. It's like, wow. Could you be more iconic? No. Yeah. Um, uh, I also got to like shoot a promo on their stage and it was like, and they were like kind of around and I was just like, Oh my God, like, I feel like I'm 12. Like this is so cool. Um, it's amazing. You know, and the thing about our show is people are still finding it. And because we have three full seasons now and the seasons are all on Hulu, that's not a shameless plug. It is relevant to what I'm about to say. People are finding it and binging all of it. Now, right. again, it's another one like different than insecure, obviously, but in terms of like length, they're quick, they're 21 and a half minutes. You can kind of like blow through really fast and a lot of people like myself also like when you have a a chunk that you can get through so definitely i've noticed a real shift in the past year in terms of like visibility like when i go out and and who recognizes you um and definitely on social media people are like we just found this show we're so excited about it we're so excited it's going into season four it's pretty amazing i mean the chances like (laughs) it's literally like astronomical to like even get on a show and then have it continue past season one and then get to season four. Like I remember somebody did like the math once in a pilot season about like you book a pilot, you shoot the pilot, this pilot gets picked up, it goes to series, it keeps going. And it's literally like one in a trillion or something like the, the odds are not lost on me. So we also have an amazing time doing it. I like, we're all really good friends and, and it's, it's such a it's good, such a joy. Uh, it's such a good ensemble. Yeah. Like the it's, it's such a, a great, it feels very much like The Office to me mm-hmm. because I just binged The Office again. I had watched it when it was on. Yeah. And then I was binging Superstore and I was like, I love the ensemble feel to yeah. the show. Um, what's the set like in the in the store? It's pretty cool. We shot the pilot in a functional Kmart in Burbank. So literally while, while the store was open, like customers are walking around. Oh my God. And of course, nobody knows us, right? So then it's like, excuse me, could you tell me where the toilet paper is? And I'm like, oh, I don't work here. I'm an actor. And they're like, everybody in LA is an actor. <laughs> uh, that was my favorite. I was like, what a great burn from this, 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 this random Kmart customer. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but once we got picked up, they built us a store on, it's on three stages on Universal Studios. And then we have the, the facade of the front of the store on the back lot, which is adorable because some people think that they built an actual store on the back lot. And I'm like, no, it's, it's just the front of the right. store. We should do everything else inside. But the sets are super cool. The, the, the two that are kind of connected that make like the actual store. It's amazing to go inside because normally, I mean, I've been on a lot of television sets before, but they've built it practically. So they built a ceiling that has the fluorescent lights. They've used mirrors along the top of the walls to make it look like the store continues on and on and on. Like oh. there's little tricks. And the attention to detail is unbelievable. Like everything on the shelves has a little tag on the shelves. Like it's right. really quite amazing. Cause it, it looks like a real, I mean, it looks exactly like a real superstore. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. And it feels like it too. And I, the other thing I, I've often talked about, which I know sounds so crazy is I worked in a store like this in high school. And when I, when they first built the set, I came in and it smelled the same. And I don't know what it is. I don't know how or why, but I was like, you guys really nailed it. Cause we like yeah. down to the scent have got this accurate. Oh. <laughs> So what's to come? Your character, Dina's pregnant. What's to come this season? So obviously we know she's going to have the baby at some point. That's going to happen. We also know Amy's pregnant. So we've got that baby coming too, for sure. Um, you know, in terms of like the long arc, I don't know that we are the literally last people to find out. We are the last people to get the the scripts. It's quite comical, actually, that it's like, I'm like, every department knows what's going on and I don't. Um, but we've got great stuff. Obviously, leading up to the birth, there's a lot of fun stuff. The birth episode is like, 
insane and and hilarious and i'm really excited for people to see it um and then obviously we have her like you know coming out the other side you know like what does that look like you've just had a baby it's not your baby it's your boss's baby who you also don't really like that much what does that look like do you have a relationship with that child do you not care about that child you know it's it's there's definitely some interesting stuff for dina which is i'm really excited about and i like anything where we can kind of see her we see other kind of layers to her because my my point has always been that She's not a sociopath. She's not a two-dimensional character. She is very eccentric, but she also has a lot of heart and a lot of emotion. And I find those things to be the most interesting to play with her. Um, I was literally in tears when you were doing the impression of Kelly. I, it was like a few, <laughs> it was a few episodes ago when you got on yeah, your knees. Yeah. Oh my god! Like literal tears. It was so so funny. But they are all on Hulu, so I yeah. encourage everyone to go watch and binge it because it is such a great bingeable show. It is. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so I, much for letting me babble about my favorite show. I'm I, so excited. This was a treat for me, and I love you so much. And you are welcome back anytime to talk 90 Day Fiance or anything. Really. Thank you so much. Anytime. Thank you, thank you Lauren. Thank you. Oh wait, one more thing. Yeah. Where can people find you on social media? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth Ash. My Twitter is Lauren underscore Ash and Facebook is Lauren Ash Actress. There's no synergy, guys. (laughs) No synergy. (laughs) We'll find you, Lauren. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So we do have one more interview with Paul from Before the 90 Days. We talked about him a bit earlier. So I'm going to play that interview and then we'll come back and we'll do our cool down and wrap things up. All right, I'm here with Paul from Before the 90 Days. Paul, watching your story with Karini was so, it was so compelling. How are you now? We're doing really good now. Uh, We've had some problems we had to work through. Uh, We definitely had some trust problems we had to go through. We've worked through our problems, and we're working as a good, solid unit now, and we're very happy and very excited for this pregnancy. Uh, What was the the audience response? How did you feel people warmed up to you guys? I think after the tell-all, a lot of people, um, the whole DNA thing, people got upset at that, which they, you know, I can totally understand why they would get upset on that. Um, That's one thing, you know, it shouldn't came up the way it did, and uh, I feel bad about it. I mean, the big thing with the DNA test is that the baby was born actually in Brazil. It's something required by the U.S. Embassy to do. Like I told her if the baby's born in America, that's not something that's a requirement. And if she doesn't want to do it, you know, she doesn't have to do it. And what's your relation? What's the relationship between your mom and Karini like now? They're actually doing really good. Mom's actually trying to learn some Portuguese and tries to talk to her in Portuguese. And uh, they actually communicate every now and again. Uh, anytime Karini gets mad at me, she'll actually email my mom. And my mom will contact me and she'll call me. He's like, da-da-da-da-da with Karini. I'm like, how did you know? And then it's like, oh, Karini emailed me. I'm like, ah, sorry. And I finally started figuring it out. When she gets mad at me, she'll email my mother and have my mother, you know, rip me by the ear, basically, and uh, set me straight. So will we see more of your story with Karini on TLC in the future? Um, right now, uh, it's really unclear. I mean, everything's going on in our life day to day. We would hope, and we really do hope, to be on again. Um, so in the future, just keep watching, and hopefully you'll see us again. We're praying for it. And going back, do you have any regrets from the season, uh, the way anything played out? There's a lot of things I wish I would have done differently. Uh, when I left her alone and she got mugged with a machete... Um, there's so many things that I look back and I see, you know, and I wish I had done, I mean, just like small things too. Like when I didn't open the door for her and how I treat her and not telling her thank you when she got me a gift. I look back at how I'm actually acting and seeing what I, I, I just, I, I'm like, man, I'm being a real a-hole. I'm being a jerk. And it allows me to go back and try to correct those things so I don't treat her that way in the future. Well, Paul, thank you so much. Adam, were there any other things that I missed? Because I'm very much this person. When you 
the first season, first episodes, when you went with all that stuff for precautionary things, you, I'm that person too that's like overly cautious, then you're like, oh, is it too much? Did you start to feel like, what have I done when you had all those crates of things? A lot of those things actually uh, came of use. We actually used quite a few I think the crew actually used some of the things also. We uh, had a little, I definitely had overkill. And I was like, man, I really did overkill this a little bit. And uh, we went back for Christmas. We actually took back more crates than that for Christmas stuff. But on the first way there with medicine and food and everything, I definitely am very grateful. I took a lot of things that I took. Um, if I hadn't had some of those things, I don't know what we would have done. But I definitely overly prepared and went overkill on quite a few things. Can you? He's wearing a vest right now. Can you just tell us about this? Oh, yeah. So actually what I'm wearing right now, um, I'm actually wearing an insect shield shirt, and I'm wearing a cooling vest. And how this thing works is it works good in humidity. You put ice packs go inside of here, and it doesn't matter like how hot it is. It can be 100 degrees. You don't feel hot. You don't feel cold. You just feel comfortable. So it could be, like I said, 110 degrees outside. You put this vest on. You're not going to feel the ice. You're not going to feel cold. You're just going to feel comfortable. It's amazing. It's a, where can I get this vest? <laughs> they actually have it on Amazon. You can actually go on Amazon and find it. They're uh, pretty popular. Then uh, it's like FlexiFreeze. It's freezable products, but it works great. I love it. They even trying to use it, some of them, and they said it worked really good, too. Well, Paul, thank you so much for sharing your story and uh, taking the time to do this. I think a lot of people always wonder in season one, why did he wear the exact same outfit for the entire season? And the reason why is when we went there, I was getting ate up. We were all getting bit by mosquitoes. It was the only thing I had. It was actually treated by the chemical insect shield. It was the only thing that wouldn't, I wouldn't get bit. So I wore that same outfit for the entire season, and that's why I did that. But you were protected from the bugs. Oh my God, you guys, wasn't Lauren Ash amazing? She is so sweet, so kind, so hilarious. And I love, truly, truly love anyone that's super passionate about any of these shows, especially something like 90 Day Fiance. And I truly, Lauren's like one of the funniest people ever. I remember watching her on stage at Second City when I lived in Chicago. And she's just, I mean, amazing, brilliant, phenomenal. So I was so happy she did the show. Again, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. If you get a chance and you like this show, please rate and review it on iTunes. It would be super helpful. If you don't like it, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. <laughs> but I now I want to do our little cool down. So, wow. We, what a show. What a show. We'll get back to Housewives next week. We have a special guest coming next week as well. Let's take a little moment to unwind. Take a deep breath in, hold it, breathe out, take another deep breath in, hold it, and think of something you're thankful for today, something you're thankful for today, and breathe out. Wow, you guys, there's lots to be thankful for. We have a new season of 90 Day Fiance, I know, that's something I'm grateful for, so I'd encourage you all to take a moment to think of something you're thankful for, reflect on it. And I want you all to have a wonderful day. (laughs) I love you so much. I'm having so much fun with these cool downs now. People are reaching out and telling me things that they're thinking about during the cool downs. And it's truly, truly lovely. So thank you all so much for listening. I love you so much. Bye-bye.
love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 